What is up everyone? It's Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through my week 14 wide receiver start sits, breaking down every single week 14 matchup, listing every fantasy relevant wide receiver, it's either a start, fringe option, or a sit. The starts are going to be the wide receivers you trust firing up as either your wide receiver one or your wide receiver two. The uh, fringe options, more your wide receiver threes, flex options. The sits are going to be players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. If you guys enjoy the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I already have the running backs posted if you want to check that out after this one. But let's dive into the Thursday night matchup with the Patriots taking on the Steelers. And for the Patriots, really the only wide receiver I'd want to consider starting here would be Demario Douglas, and that just comes down to his health. Um, he missed the Week 13 game with his second concussion of the season, so no guarantee he's able to turn around here on Thursday night. But if he is active, I think he's a nice option. He's been leading this team in routes. He's been commanding volume over the past few weeks, breaking out as a rookie. I like him as a fringe play. Going to be sitting Devonta Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. They're looking at the Steelers here. Um, this offense kind of fell back down to earth in week 13. It looks like they're going to be without Kenny Pickett for a little bit. I really don't think going from Pickett to Trubisky is some sort of like huge fall off. Um, you know, Pickett has really been struggling this season. I still think it's slightly better for Deontay. If you look at the splits last year, Deontay was a nice option when Trubisky was quarterback in the uh, 2022 season. So Deontay is going to be a fringe option for me. Pickens is going to be a sit. Uh, Pickens just hasn't really been able to string together a ton of solid games. Deontay's kind of struggled also, but I just think his weekly floor is a little bit higher. And this Patriots defense has been tough, so I really don't want to be firing up uh, both of these dudes. The Patriots have been pretty locked down over the past few weeks. Now, looking at the uh, Buccaneers-Falcons matchup, for the Buccaneers, man, Mike Evans just continues to kill it. You got to fire him up as a wide receiver one. Chris Godwin um, did get into the end zone with a rushing touchdown, which somewhat saved his fantasy day. Uh, did not record a reception outside of that. He hasn't been super productive as of late. Definitely has to be a sit here. And then for the Falcons, Drake London's going to be a sit for me. Um, he just hasn't had a super high weekly ceiling and the floor is pretty low. There's not a ton of consistency. I'm still a big believer in Drake London, the player. I just think fantasy-wise, I'm not super excited to have him, you know, fired up into my lineup moving forward. Um, then pivoting over to the Rams-Ravens uh, matchup. For the Rams here, I have Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup as starts. Puka Nakua a little bit banged up, but it seems like the Rams expect him to be good to go for Sunday. Um, I think he probably has to be considered the better option moving forward. Cup did get into the end zone, which kind of somewhat saved a, a little bit of an underwhelming fantasy day in terms of like yardage and volume. Um, so I still think Cup is a start, more of like probably a back-end wide receiver too at this point. I think Puka Nakua is more of that mid to high-end wide receiver too. So both those guys are going to be starts. Not a great matchup here against the Ravens. For the Ravens, I like Zay Flowers as a start. Going to be sitting Odell Beckham. Flowers is coming off his big game uh, prior to the week 13 bye. With Mark Andrews out, I do think Zay Flowers is going to have a uh, pretty nice finish to the uh, 2023 season. Next is going to be a divisional matchup between the Lions and the Bears. And pretty much just want to be firing up these two teams' wide receiver ones. I'm on Ross St. Brown with kind of an out-of-character, low-volume game. Still got into the end zone, which made his fantasy day fine. I'm going to be sitting J-Mo. Had the nice rushing touchdown, but not enough consistency there. And then for the Bears, obviously you fire up DJ Moore as a really nice wide receiver one. Looking at the Colts taking on the Bengals. Some more wide receiver ones in this matchup. I mean, Michael Pittman has just been dominant, coming off a huge game, commanding volume. He's got to be a wide receiver one rest of season. 
I'm going to have Josh Downs as a fringe option, and some people may not love this. He had a down game in week 13. Um, like I mentioned, Pittman dominated with 16 targets. Alec Pierce also had like his first big game of the season. So there wasn't a ton of other production to go around for a guy like Josh Downs. And I feel like he looks like he's on this rough stretch because he had the two games prior to the bye where he was playing through a knee injury. So he wasn't playing his full workload, um, wasn't getting the full snaps. So those games were bad. Then he had the bye week, wasn't great last week, even though he commanded a lot of volume, and then had the uh, down week 13. So I feel like it makes it look worse than it actually is when we consider the injuries he was dealing with prior to the bye. I'm just still a believer in the talent of Josh Downs. Um, this Colts offense has looked solid. I think he's going to have a nice finish to the season. So I do think he's playable as like a potential wide receiver three. And then even though Alec Pierce had the nice game, just no consistency there. So he is going to be a sit for me. Looking at the Bengals, I feel like we have to feel a lot better about these wide receivers after the uh, Monday night game. Browning looked very impressive going up against the Jaguars. Jamar Chase was always going to be fine regardless, just being force-fed targets. I mean, we even saw it yesterday. They were just feeding him the ball, had a huge game. T. Higgins was a little bit underwhelmed with his game, really wasn't great. I'm still going to list him as a fringe option because I'm a believer in the talent. And if Browning continues to play as well as he did um, in week 13, then I think T. Higgins will be relevant in like that wide receiver three territory and then going to be sitting Tyler Boyd. I just think he's their clear wide receiver three and wouldn't be super interested in playing him. Really wasn't playing Boyd when uh, Burrow was healthy, so definitely not going to be playing them now. In the next matchup, we're going to have the Jaguars taking on the Browns, and this Jaguars offense as a whole is kind of up in the air at this point. We start the game off with a uh, Christian Kirk injury, a groin injury, then we get the Trevor Lawrence ankle. Uh, with the way he looked, you know, it looked like he was in a lot of pain, seemed to be very frustrated. That reaction was not the reaction of someone who I'd expect to come back and play a week later, so I'm expecting no Trevor Lawrence in this game. I'd probably also be expecting no Christian Kirk, just given the fact that he was ruled out um, and was not able to return. So Calvin Ridley is going to be a fringe option for me. I expect him to be operating as their clear wide receiver one. They're probably going to force feed him a lot of targets, but we also saw guys like Zay Jones and uh, Parker Washington kind of step up. So not sure how high the weekly ceiling is with uh, CJ Beathard at quarterback. So fringe option for Ridley going to be sitting Zay Jones and Washington. I do think Zay Jones would have been really interesting if Trevor Lawrence was still healthy, but obviously if he can return, Zay Jones is interesting, but if not, then not a great spot. They're looking at the Browns. Um, Amari Cooper just kind of continues to struggle with the non-Deshaun Watson quarterbacks. Joe Flacco didn't do it for him, so he's going to continue to be a sit here. Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco is a nice combination. Not sure if we're going to get Flacco moving forward, um, but I still have Elijah Moore as a sit. He's starting to come alive a little bit, but really not someone I'll actually want to be relying on in my uh, fantasy lineups. We're going to have a divisional matchup between the Panthers and the Saints. Starting off with the Panthers, I have Thielen as a fringe option. He's been on a pretty steep fall off ever since the bye. Um, in four of the five games before the bye, he had 20 or more PPR points. Since the bye, he has not had a 16 PPR point game. He's averaging 9.2 points per game since the bye. So the volume has still been there somewhat. I don't think he's completely unplayable, but we're kind of getting to the point where one or two more rough games, he might be cooked rest of season. Uh, Mingo coming off a solid game in terms of commanding volume, somewhat interesting as a rookie, but I'm just not sure this offense is going to click enough for Mingo to be super startable. And then going to be sitting DJ Chark for the uh, Saints here. There's really one wide receiver you want to be looking at here. It's Chris Olave, and he is a very, very strong start. 
If they're getting Jameis at quarterback, I like him even more because Jameis is just going to let it rip, give Chris Olave a lot more opportunities down the field. Um, in the next one, we're going to have the Texans taking on the Jets. And unfortunately, Tank Dell going to be out for the season. So I think Nico Collins, you can make an argument. He's a wide receiver one rest of season. Really not a great matchup here against the Jets, but I still think he's going to be a very strong play. I think Noah Brown is also very interesting. And if the matchup wasn't so bad, I'd probably have him as a fringe option. Um, we just know this Jets secondary is very tough. So I still think Noah Brown is interesting. Just don't know about this week. And then going to be sitting Robert Woods and uh, John Mechie. Then for the uh, Jets here, I think Garrett Wilson's a start. Not coming off a great game. I'm hoping for Garrett Wilson we get Zach Wilson back. Um, you know, it seemed crazy to be rooting for like Zach Wilson at the quarterback position a few weeks ago, but I think it's clear their other options are just not better. So hopefully Garrett Wilson gets Zach Wilson and can still give you like that mid to back end wide receiver two production. Looking at the uh, Vikings Raiders matchup, going to have the two stud wide receivers as starts, Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. I would obviously be expecting Justin Jefferson back for this one. Seemed like he was in contention to play prior to the bye week. With the bye week, the you know full week of rest, I'd expect him to play. Going to have Jordan Addison as a fringe option. Just not sure how much um, extra production there's going to be when Justin Jefferson's leading it. So I think he's more of like that wide receiver three territory. Same thing for Jacoby Myers. Um, he's kind of had you know a little bit up and down since uh, Aiden O'Connell took over at the quarterback position. Still a very talented wide receiver. They're coming off the bye week, so maybe he can have a solid game, more of like that wide receiver three territory. Also, then looking at one of the bigger games of the week, Seahawks taking on the 49ers. For the Seahawks here, I'm going to have DK Metcalf as a start. He's coming off that huge high ceiling game. I feel like we kind of have to give him the nod there. Probably more of like a back end wide receiver too, but I still think he belongs in that area. I'm going to have Tyler Lockett as a fringe option. On the season, he's been a wide receiver three on a point per game basis. So pretty much where he's slotting in here. And then I am going to have JSN as a sit. Um, he's been a solid piece of this offense since the bye week, averaging 11 PPR points per game since the bye. This is just a matchup where I kind of struggle to trust JSN. Obviously, the 49ers have a very tough defense. He really hasn't flashed a super high ceiling this season. And even though Geno looked great in a tough matchup last week against the Cowboys, prior to that, he had been pretty underwhelming. So I feel like JSN is kind of like a high risk, low reward spot where if he hits, you're getting 12, 13 PPR points. If he misses, you could be, you know, getting stuck with a very rough fantasy score. So love the player, but going to be a sit for me this week. Looking at the 49ers, obviously you're firing up Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Debo coming off a massive game with without even like a ton of crazy usage. Like it's not like he had a ton of volume as a pass catcher or as a rusher. The dude is just a freak once he gets the ball in his hand. So obviously you fire up both those guys as very strong starts. Then another really strong game, uh, Bills taking on the Chiefs. Obviously, you're firing up Stephon Diggs as a very strong wide receiver one. Some people may think Gabe Davis should be a fringe option. We obviously know the ceilings there. He has four games with 20 plus PPR points, but we've also seen a 12 game sample size this year out of Gabe Davis. And even with those huge ceiling games, he's the wide receiver 43 in points per game on the year. In my opinion, with I think only two teams on by this week, that's not playable production, especially in a pretty tough matchup here against the Chiefs. So Gabe Davis and Khalil Shakir are going to be sits. Looking at the Chiefs here, I really feel like there's one fantasy relevant wide receiver. It is Rasheed Rice. I have him as a start in this one. Um, we're looking at back-to-back -back solid games out of him, back-to-back -back games where he's led the Chiefs wide receivers in routes run. In week 12, he went eight for 107 and a touchdown. 
Then in week 13, he went eight for 64. He continues to be the only wide receiver that's consistently producing in this offense. I think his role is only going to continue to grow. Obviously, he's attached to the best quarterback in the world with Patrick Mahomes. So I do like him as like a back end wide receiver to play. Pivoting over to the Broncos Chargers matchup. For the Broncos, I have Cortland Sutton as a fringe option. And I was close to listing him as a start. I think a lot of people are going to want him as a start. And I just kind of want to lay out my argument for why I don't, like I'm not quite there on him yet. Um, I just don't know if this touchdown production is sustainable. Obviously, he's made a ton of great plays that have turned into touchdowns. Um, But just looking like outside the touchdowns, he is outside the top 30 wide receivers in receiving yards per game and targets per game, but he's third in receiving touchdowns. Sutton has accounted for 27% of the Broncos receiving yards and 21% of their receptions, but 43% of their receiving touchdowns. And this also isn't a spot where Sutton has like this super long history of consistently scoring touchdowns. Like if that was the case, then I'd accept it a little bit more. Um, In his five previous seasons, he has 14 total touchdowns between those five seasons. One of them, he missed a huge chunk of it, but you know, still four seasons, 14 total touchdowns. He is nine this year. I think he's more of a wide receiver three. If those touchdowns slow down, he's not as interesting for fantasy. So I think that's kind of baked in there. He's going to be a fringe play for me, more of a wide receiver three option than uh, Jerry Judy also going to be a sit for the Chargers. Obviously, you continue to fire up Keenan Allen as wide receiver one even though he's coming off a somewhat down game, I guess, for his standards. Quinton Johnston going to be a sit. I just don't know if it's going to come together this season. He's really struggling. I guess he didn't have a terrible fantasy day in like PPR scoring, but he had another bad drop, and it's just not clicking at this point. Looking at the Eagles taking on the Cowboys for the Eagles, obviously you're firing up their two stud wide receivers, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. And then for the Cowboys, um, love this matchup here for the Cowboys. Obviously, CeeDee Lamb as a wide receiver one. And then I have Brandon Cooks as a fringe option. I could even see an argument for a start here. He's really come alive over the past few weeks, 16 or more PPR points in three of the last four games. Um, The lack of volume for me is kind of what's holding him back from a start. He has one game over five targets in his last nine games. So the volume definitely hasn't been there consistently, but going up against the Eagles, they've allowed by far the most fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. Dak continues to play out of his mind, in my opinion, should be the MVP at this point. I do think Brandon Cooks is a nice uh, wide receiver three option this week. Then looking at the uh, Titans taking on the Dolphins, D-Hop coming off a nice game in week 13. I still think he's more of this wide receiver three territory. Don't know how consistent he's going to be week to week, but nice to see him have a nice game. Then looking at the Dolphins, I mean, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver one coming off a huge performance. Jalen Waddle continues to just be underwhelming um, after his crazy efficient season last year. It's expecting a little bit more, especially him heading into his third season. You could have expected a little bit of a jump from him as a player. Hasn't necessarily happened, but I still think he's relevant as like a back end uh, wide receiver to play. Then looking at the Packers taking on the Giants final matchup of the week for the Packers here, I have Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed as fringe options. And then I'm going to be sitting Dontavian Wicks. Obviously, this is going to be assuming that Christian Watson does not play. I think the Watson injury and then Jordan Love's recent production have made Dobbs, Reed, and even Wicks kind of interesting fantasy options moving forward. I think Dobbs and Reed are definitely playable if Watson does miss. I think those are the two guys who are going to be running the wide receiver one and the wide receiver two routes. We saw Dobbs running the wide receiver two routes, I guess, or like starting wide receiver routes alongside Christian Watson. Jaden Reed was like that third guy. 
Wix was typically fourth in terms of routes run. So I think Reed and Dobbs both kind of get bumped up. And this is a Giants defense that has allowed the fourth most uh, fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. So a nice matchup. This offense is looking good. They have opportunities opened up for them. I still think Wicks could also be interesting. I just don't know about the usage, if the volume is going to be there for him, which is why I have him as a sit, but could definitely become interesting if Watson misses a few weeks like he did to start off the season with his hamstring. And then for the Giants here, really going to be fading these wide receivers. Hyatt had a nice game, I believe, prior to the bye week, but still just don't want to be throwing these guys into my lineup. So sit in Hyatt. Uh, Wandell Robinson and Darius Slayton. And that's going to wrap it up for all the week 14 wide receiver matchups. Hopefully this cleared some things up for you with your wide receivers. I'll have the wide receiver rankings out in a couple of days, but thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.